Welcome to Date Night Podcast. A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunata. Let's explore a whole new world together. Are we good to go? I'm ready. It's My been glasses are dirty, All but other right. than that. So. We're in Raven Tree! Um, Bill. When Spree enters Raven Tree, it seems like an assault is already underway. It's dark, just before dawn, and the air is full of alarm bells and shouting. Some of the refugees in a tent camp in the north part of the village direct you toward the bridge that goes over the Kokitku River and into Raven Tree proper. After you find the trail, it's eerie and empty for a couple hundred yards, and there seems to be isolated places just outside your range of vision where you hear shouting or screaming. Two torches burn on the end of the bridge, guiding your way through the night, the early morning, I guess. The the Kokiku River sparkles dimly in the light of the Steve moon. Our our world has two moons, one's called Moon and one's called Steve, just by the way. As you near the bridge, you hear an eruption of water, uh, which is followed by a scream. And just there on the edge of your dark vision, do you have, does he have dark vision? He has dark vision. I don't know if that's on Do that sheet. Do Dagonburn have dark vision? Huh? Do Dovahkiin have dark vision? I don't know if there's a spot on that sheet for it. I have an abundance of cones. You never put Skyrim, did you? He did. I watched. It's not, but I see on this sheet. But also, I'm remembering filling the sheet out. I don't remember seeing that anywhere. Never find the races. Uh, and it's the origin of this dark vision. Image intensifying or infrared? It kind of shades of gray, it says. We all have dark vision, mm, so we've don't. never really had to worry about oh, it. I don't see it anywhere. Okay. Outside of your vision, uh, this is where the screams are coming from. From on the uh, bridge, you only sort of see the flickering torchlight <gasps> and the river sparkling dimly uh, in, the, in the moonlight. Um, what do you do? Do I have any comrades with me? Did you try to convince anybody to come with you from the temple? From, from what I saw at the temple, no. No? Okay. So you don't at this point. Okay. <clears throat> well, You're just arriving. My first order of bin- business... Business. Business. My business first order of business... <laughs> ...would be to, to, <laughs> to try to identify friend and foe. Okay. So I, I want to I want to get closer to see and make an assessment. I'm I'm ready for combat, but I, I want to make an assessment of who I need to wade into. Okay. It's coming from like in the river and you're on the bridge. So as close as you can get right now is sort of to the edge of the bridge until you figure out which side of the river it's coming from. So make a percep- perception check. <laughs> you're you're allowed to live. It, it's okay. Sam keeps looking at me like I'm not allowed to live. <laughs> Six. No perception. Yeah. Yeah. No, twelve. Twelve? In the moonlight, you can see, uh, as it just catches the the light, really, a hint of twisting and writhing tentacles starting to drag a villager into the river from the north side. So it's the side you're approaching the bridge from, and you can see where it's kind of made landfall and is pulling this villager toward it. Okay. Um, That they're seen as a fadar? No. 
So I've identified my enemy. Boo. Yep. I didn't do it. Um, so as you move closer to try and approach it, uh, you can see that it has a central mass. It's dark green or brown, but it's mostly submerged in the water. Mm-hmm. It's with these yellow eyes, and it charges toward the shore, uh, roaring like a dragon as it comes. Ah, I see. So is it... Hmm. Well, has it grasped a villager? Yeah, and it's trying to yank right now. Is she's off of her. Yeah, okay. she's off her feet and kind of in the air okay. over the top of the river, right. like it's pulling her back. All right, it. I, 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 I'm going to try to free the villager first by by slashing with my broadsword, slashing the the tentacled arms. Okay, so roll an attack. Mm-hmm. All right. Plus six. 17. 17. Yeah. So uh, as you cut across, you cut through one of the tentacles, and the villager at this point kind of falls down about 10 feet or so into the ground, like near the shore where the water is. Um, uh, About this time, you see it, uh, well, you hear it roar in pain as the tentacle is cut, and it charges, starts charging toward you. Um, Trixie and Dern. Uh, you're nearby the Chief Tagata Tavern. Wait, who? <laughs> at the south side of the bridge when this happens. When did they get... Okay. <laughs> um, you have just... Dern, this is the morning that before dawn you awoke and prayed to at Atlanta and heard that you only really had till this evening before the main column was going to be here. Having heard that was bad news enough, but the... There was still hit-and-miss fighting even earlier in the day, as there has been for the past few days leading up to this event that you've been taking uh, initiative in in fighting from day to day. But uh, you're taking a breather near uh, Chief Tagata Inn. Trixie, you had been out flying all night, and you haven't had a chance to go back to bed yet. Um, You're patrolling the city, flying around. Uh, She's an owling, by the way. That matters. Um, Looking for threats, and you're about 50 feet over the inn, just south of the bridge, when you see the creature erupt from the water and rush toward the shore. Uh, There's an unconscious victim now laying in the uh, dirt at the edge of the river, uh, in the mud, and you see what looks like some warrior with a sword and shield squaring off against this thing as it's coming out of the river. Uh, There are many tentacles flailing around violently, um, one that swings over the slow-moving river, seemingly holding another creature of some sort, uh, maybe a villager. Um, Dern... Just for clarif- oh, okay, I was about to say, for clarity, she's there, I'm not... You're nearby. Okay. You're uh, coming out of the inn. It's been a place where the common room has been turned into kind of a command center in the town. Pippi is right outside with her pigeons, or what's left of them, trying to centralize information about what's coming next what's going on in different parts of the town. And she has um, uh, got reports back that this haphazard assault, like you have also heard from Trixie, is about to get thicker and soon. You were getting ready to head to the south in the main wall to see what was going on when you heard the scream from across the river and the roar from the northwest somewhere in the Kokiku, uh, not more than 40 feet behind you. And uh, with that, we're going to roll just these three individuals into the initiative order for now. So I need Spree, Dern, and Trixie, and my creature here to roll initiative. 14. 20. 
All right, Dern, back on the initiative track. (laughs) Spree, what did you have? 20. Whoa. What? Did you show him where he can add initiative to the roll, too? It was a 19, but he added one. Trixie. Eight. Yay. There's a lot. Yay. And creature. You still have one thingy on the initiative. Is it supposed to be there? Environment. Oh, way down at the bottom. I can't see it. No. Oh, then it doesn't exist. He actually has an eight, but your dex is higher, so. Yay. All right. First in the order is going to be Spree. So right in front of you right now, uh, not ten feet into the water, maybe kind of in the shallows of the river here. It's a, it, The river's wide on this side of the bridge. It's before it narrows um, and gets kind of back into a river. It almost like oxbows a little bit here. And this thing is on your side. Um, it's rushed up out of the water. You've cut one of its tentacles off, and it's seemingly charging toward you and the encampment of... Uh, tents that are on this side of the river where they seemed like they thought they were safer from stuff encroaching in the south. What do you do? I, I charge toward it because I am going to strike the heart of the creature. All right. I've already taken off a tentacle and, and hopefully saved one villager, but <clears throat> I charge toward it with my out, outstretched broadsword to go for the heart. All right, so you charge into the water, splash in through the shallows, pull up your longsword, take a swing, and, and let's see what happens. Roll your attack. Nope. <laughs> so that one's a, a automatic failure if you have a one. So right. just swing down into the water, <laughs> and there's a big splash of water beside the creature, but you don't seem to impact it at all. You do get a second attack if you'd like. Of course, hopefully the water blinded it for just a Not second. <laughs> it lives we'll underwater. It might have. <coughs> 24. Yeah, so it's vision obscured by the splashing water that goes past its eyes. You strike your long so- sword into the body of the creature, and you can roll your damage and see how, how much you hurt it for. Did he get a long rest? He did count as a long rest. It's a couple days from the temple to here. All right, and show him where he adds. And then you add five. You see that? 1d8 plus five? Mm-hmm. Right there. So three plus five. You got eight. eight. All right. You dealt eight damage to this beast. All right. As you do, you see that this thing, as you're right up in it, as it pulls its jaws open, looks like at one time it was some giant crocodile Mm -hmm. um, about the size of uh, more like a hippopotamus, though. Um, But it has these tentacles growing out of its back that are almost like viney in nature. And it's got this kind of, one of its yellow eyes is just kind of sagging to the side. It doesn't look right. It, mm. it looks like something's wrong with it. And it is Dern's turn. Dern's about 40 feet away? From your location, you're about 15 feet away from the bridge. Uh, you're about 40 feet away from the far shore of the river where this creature is fighting um, with seemingly a, you just see some sort of warrior with sword and shield. Um, and the, you know, so you have a way you could potentially cross the bridge or the river lays between you and this and whatever you'd like to do. Okay. Full 25 feet towards the bridge, pull out the lightning wand and do a push. All right, going to throw a bolt of lightning right. at it. Uh, I am not proficient in lightning wand, so no. that's just going to be an 11. Yeah, uh, it's just going to smack into <clears throat> the... Uh, river around the side of this creature Mm -hmm. as you see this bolt of lightning 
build. You, Spree will see it from the bridge, this bolt of lightning <clears throat> spring out of this wand, but just crash harmlessly into the water beside the uh, crocodile. And does that end your turn? That's turn. All right, so you've made it uh, about halfway across the bridge. From there, uh, it's maybe 30 feet, 35 feet, till you could get to the creature the way you're running around, unless you, like, jump off the bridge or whatever. But we'll get there when we come back around. Trixie, you're about 50 feet up in the air, but nearby to where the creature is. It's dark, right? It's very dark. It's okay. it's not dawn yet. Okay. I can do this. Sorry, I'm trying to psych myself up for the voice. Okay. I'm going to, um, I'm directly above it, right? Yep. I'm going to drop down out of the air and stab it with my short swords. And ally, right? All right, it's about 50 feet above you, so you can do that, but you're going to have to burn your bonus to dash, I think. How fast do you fly? 30. 30. So it's 50 feet down. So it's up to you, or you so can So I'd only get something. my main attack and offhand attack and not my second attack? You don't get a second attack as a rogue. You would get, you, your second attack only is with your offhand as a bonus action uh, with two weapon fighting. But would I get a sneak attack damage? Since you would because spree. he's a spree's adjacent to it. Well, forget that. I'm going to short bow then. Use oh. a short bow. Yeah. Okay. Just a reminder because you haven't played in a while. Short bow's fine, but you do have those daggers you can throw too. All right. Um, how'd short your short bow, bow do? Uh, Eighteen plus seven. That 25. definitely hits. Yeah. Rolled <laughs> damage and sneak attack. Damage. You haven't had a reason to use the character voice yet, but I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> Four, four, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, plus four. Seventeen? Yes. Great. I usually try to make it a little bit higher pitch, but I can't hit that note right now. <laughs> um, I like it as is. So from above, uh, in the lightning, as it kind of illuminates this target down below, Trixie pulls back her bow and sticks an arrow that lands right above that kind of uh, sagging eye in the top of this thing's head. Um, and it does quite a bit of damage. Um, are you going to use your movement or bonus to do anything? Well, I think I dropped about 10 feet falling while I shot. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably just hover where I am. Going to keep up there with the bow? Okay. Uh, it's the creature's turn. So uh, it's charging right now toward Spree, and it's going to try to bite him. That is a a 20 against your AC. So that's... Show him that he has a shield, so this smaller number there is... That's what your armor 18. is while your shield's out. So he had a 20, that's higher, so he's going to bite you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to deal... Uh, you feel this jaws just sink into you and really get a good grip on you. Um, you're going to take 22 points of piercing damage. So, so you're going to have to do some math. From 39. So that got a real good grip on you, sunk its teeth in pretty deep. And I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw. So to do that, you roll the d20. And nat 20. Nat 20. You automatically succeed. So it tries to grab you and pull you back, but you dig in your feet into the shallows, um, and it it rips its teeth across you and rips you open pretty good dealing that damage, but it doesn't keep a hold of you like it was trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, can't really reach anybody else, so it's going to swing one of those tentacles at you, though, also. 
And that's a natural 20. Mm. So this might be bad for spree in a moment. Yeah, uh, that's going to be 22 points of damage. You only have 17 left. So that's going to bring you down to zero. You're going to be unconscious at the moment. Yeah. All right. So unless somebody takes an action to heal you or feed you a potion (laughs) or um, you're going to have to make saves against dying when it comes back around to you. You can't kill him off in his first game. (laughs) Well, he was just born. (laughs) Spree, it's your turn. So I need you to make what's called a death saving throw. So Um, you roll, roll this. If you roll over a 10, you succeed. If you roll under a 10... That's over a 10. All right, so, so that's one success. one success. over here. If you get three successes, you're stable. If you get three failures, you die. So you have one success for now. But that's your whole turn because you're unconscious. Okay. And right now in one of those tentacles Ooh. Um, as, it, as it grabbed you. And it is actually this uh, little guy that I didn't roll into the initiative here. I'll put him in here. Um, the little apprentice wizard that the grease wizard taught how to throw a fireball spokes out of... Uh, huh? Bolt. Bolt. Yeah, fire bolt, not <laughs> fireball. Um, steps out of the one of the tents in the village here and hears all this ruckus and throws a fire bolt at this creature um, in the water. And he hits. My Yay! boy! Oh, I remember now. He deals four points of fire damage Yay. to the beast in the water as the uh, fire sizzles beside it. And it is Dern's turn. Run another 25 towards <laughs> the thing and do another lightning bolt. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> it streaks across into the water. You are not having good luck with that thing. Well, you? this has been productive. <laughs> That's never been your... Range has never been your strong suit. Oh, really? Yeah. Or just, speed. Just about all the dead small fish that are floating. Yeah. After all this Punch. lightning hitting the water. <laughs> all right. Uh, does that end your turn? Yes. Trixie. If he's down, I don't get sneak attack, right? He is not currently hassling or harrowing the creature, no. Endless daggers. Okay. I get two, right? Mm-hmm. you say endless daggers? Yeah. I've got some magic daggers. I'll tell you about them later when we meet up. Okay. <clears throat> okay, 17 and 18. They both hit. Plus stuff. Does only one get the bonuses, or do they both? Only one gets your damage bonus, unless you have two weapon fighting somehow. I don't think you do. I don't think I do either. Well, in my head, I said that that one was the first one, so two plus, well, it doesn't matter because it's math. Two plus four plus one, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Um, sorry. <clears throat> you, uh, with those two daggers into the top of this creature, uh, and then they teleport back into your hands. Uh, after you deal that damage to it. That's cool. Nice. All right. And I am now um, 40 feet above the thing. No, you no, were 30 feet. 30 feet. Are you going to move or you've used your bonus action to attack? But eh, I see they're coming. 
Okay. Um, there, the whole cavalry that is Dern. Well, I saw a fire <coughs> bolt come uh, from elsewhere. Dern on his stubby legs and a teenager who knows one spell. And somebody who He's unfortunately got knocked unconscious with an unlucky crit. So sorry, Bill. Um, so the beast charges toward Dern, closes sorry, the rest of the distance, makes a bite attack. I don't know. Does a 27 hit you, Dern? No. <laughs> That is that was too many dice. 19 <laughs> points of piercing damage. And I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, that's going to be uh, 12. He clamps <laughs> down on you with his jaws and hangs on, and you are now currently restrained in its jaws. Your breath is terrible. Uh, Stab it in the gullet. Not going well. All right, Spree, I need you to make a death saving throw. Mm-hmm. 12. That okay, that's another pass. Yeah, he's so good still. Another one. Uh, the apprentice wizard is going to throw a fire bolt at this guy. My boy. And your boy just sizzles one into the water. Should have paid for the full class. <laughs> Darn. Uh,. You are restrained, but you can still, it says, your speed is zero. Well, no, attacks against you have advantage, but uh, you can still attack. Okay. In that case, I'm going to hit, hit it with, with a hammer. hammer. Okay. Yes. 15 plus things. That hits. Okay. 2d6. So eight plus five. Thirteen. No, wait. Eight plus six. Fourteen. 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 That's your damage? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing here. All right. So you take your hammer, despite being wedged in this thing around your midsection, just pull it up, smash it right into its snout. Um, it doesn't lose grip of you, but... It, okay. You and I'm going to hit it again. Okay. 11 plus things, so 11... Your plus things, that hits. Yes. You have good plus things. 6, 8, 8 plus 5, plus 3, 13, 16. Wow. Okay. Uh, math. All right, so, but those two hits, uh, I'm going to make it roll a concentration to see if it holds your constitution, I mean... All right, so with that second hit, it drops you out of its mouth, <coughs> and you crash. Uh, roll an acrobatics check, please. Oh, because I'm great at that. Yeah. <laughs> 17. Not, not Pretty good. Uh, despite your dwarven legs, you land on your feet, almost uh, Superman landing or type uh, three-point stance in the shallows of the water um, and are prepared for the next round. Trixie, it's your turn. How close is he to the thing? Melee. Dern is right in front of it. It just dropped him. And I'm 30 feet? 30 feet up. Okay. I'll drop down with my short swords. Okay. So the owling goes into a dive with her short swords. And? I hit with one. Uh, I think. Well, 11? Mm-mm. Okay. I hit with one. Six plus four, ten. You get sneak attack. It's next to Dern. Plus 
So 19 total. 19. Okay. So with that, <laughs> the pulled pork. Then uh, you, the owling takes this dive and just one of the short swords into the eye. digs into this thing's eye and blah, its tongue lolls out. And it's dead? And it does this crocodile-style barrel roll um, and its tentacles slam down to the ground causing Spree to fail one death save as he takes that damage of that happening. Bubble in, bubble in one of the fails. And uh, does that end your turn? I guess. Is it dead, apparently? It is dead. Woo-hoo. I do need Spree. I need you to make a death save as it's back to your turn. Obviously, I can't drag him out of the water. 12. Can you get okay, him? Okay, you are stable. Now. Get him out of the water. So does he have one? I thought he was on the No, bank. he's still oh, at zero. When you become stable... You don't wake up instantly. He will wake up in an hour if okay. nothing else happens. When he when he got slammed down, the, did he get slammed down on the bank or in the water? Um, the thing had sort of come up onto the edge of the bank. Okay. So he's in the shallows, okay. but you don't know if he's in a place where he can breathe or not. I'm going to run over there and, and pull him out. Okay. Good, because I can't move him. Um, Working on it. He's pretty big and in his armor, <laughs> so just go ahead and make an athletics check. I mean, I can help, but all I can really do is Natural 20. All right, very easily. He weighs nothing. I'm as a you dwarf. run past with one hand, just grab him and pull him up onto I'll be the... I'm indebted to you for life. <laughs> You're still unconscious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says that in his sleep. I'm indebted to you for life. Well, that'll be an interesting way to start your relationship when he wakes up. Um, all right. My um, hero. Does that end your turn? Right. I'm going to start running back towards the town, screaming, Baba, Baba, Baba. Okay. Uh, Trixie, we're out of combat now, so what would you like to do? Fly back up, look around, see if I see anything. Okay. Um, there are still threats near the wall, it seems like, but there have been kind of consistently. Uh, mostly the archers have been taking them down. They've been just single creatures kind of coming uh Ever since, okay. ever since you've spotted them moving faster, there have been these creatures coming kind of staggered, just a couple at a time, seemingly not a part of the main column, but just angry and trying to get in. Um, it's given the, the moose folk in the woods, the tree wardens, it's given them a little bit of problem, uh, but at the wall it hasn't been much of a problem. Right. Um, then I'm going to fly down to the ground after I see that there's nothing going on and go shake the other villager person. Okay, roll a medicine check. What other vill- oh. Nat 20. Okay. <laughs> you uh, stabilize the villager. Oh, can I smack her, wake her up? No. She fails like eight death saves. Um, wake eventually, up. Dern finds Baba Ganoush, who slowly, based on her age and stature, makes her way north of the river and applies her healing spit leaves as she's... <laughs> I'll wake everyone back up. They'll be fine, dear. And really similar to Tana leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and she just applies these leaves to your wounds. And eventually, um, the villager and Spree will take seven points of healing. So that heals you from zero points back up to seven health. Seven right there. All right. Um, and Spree, you come to laying on the ground with a big open cut from this thing, dragging its teeth across so your midsection. Yeah, it's uh, it's still there, but it kind of dug around it a little bit and, and really got in in the in the gaps. 
Um, you can see you've a tooth broken off inside your armor, still sticking there. Um, when you it's look gonna up, make a sick necklace. <laughs> you just see this old woman. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> it's going to be a trophy. Yeah. Uh, you see this old woman looking down at you, trying to work up some more spit to spit into some more leaves as she turns to move to the next villager. Um, and you see a paladin uh, standing in front of you uh, with a big two-handed hammer just kind of leaning on it, um, looking down. Are you feeling better there, lad? Yes, I am. And I must thank you for, for your assistance to me. While I wasn't really coherent, I, I felt it. <laughs> oh, well, you're quite welcome. I sensed it. You're quite welcome. We need all the help around here we can get. We can. And I'm looking around, and, and who are friends we can recruit to, to form a coalition to, to go head-to-head with the evil that befalls us? Well... Pretty much everyone here is preparing for that battle at the moment. Um, there are some, some innocents, but most everybody here is, understands the stakes and is preparing for battle. I see. Well, I'm Darren Hammerstone, by the way. It's nice to meet you. They call me Spree. Spree. Okay. I see you're a paladin, <laughs> such as myself. Aye. Such as your... What oath are you? The oath of faith. Oh, Okay. And, and devotion. I'm pretty sure they call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, lad. That's good. <laughs> I was trained in both disciplines. <laughs> Double majored. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Uh, about that time, Trixie, you're circling around near the south side of the village. And through the tree, beneath the boughs of the raven tree, all of a sudden you see a number of figures appear. Um, <laughs> Do we all just come, like, pouring out? Like when you open a door and like, a whole crowd, like... Yeah. <laughs> Sneak attack! <laughs> <laughs> no! You see... Oh. <laughs> looks like dwarves and a couple of half-orcs and some a small, maybe gnome figure, uh, some elves. Sure did. <laughs> Sorry. Appear beneath the raven tree. And everyone, what? Zev, Kira, uh, GW, Aaron, and the rest of the crew that you were traveling with are now back in raven tree uh, on this morning. So it's going to get a little wonky for a while. Yeah. So have a couple of extra characters. Should we, I feel like we should describe our characters briefly to Bill, like our, at least our, like, race and class. So that he the, knows. Near the mic, but I imagine like Dern and Spree would maybe make their way toward the Raven Tree or toward the South Wall, and everybody could meet. Sure. These. I'll go ahead and start with myself. Also, I can remind our listeners. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm Dern Hammerstone. I'm approximately five feet tall, over 300 pounds of pure dwarven muscle. Big red bushy beard. <laughs> Can't handle stairs very well. Ridiculously shiny chain mail. <laughs> And a giant two-handed hammer that I call Lawbringer. And stairs don't do well very far. I do not do well with stairs, no. <laughs> Thanks for reading that up again. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, I'm a gnome. I'm like three feet, something like that. Yeah, sure, that sounds right. I got a wizard hat on my head, and over top the wizard hat's a, a crown. Um, I'm a wizard. 
Well, he says crown. It looks more like a Burger King crown. Well, it looks like a Burger King crown, (laughs) yes. But, I mean, it's my crown. I'm the king of magic. I'm a god. I mean, what else do you want? Humility? I've got kind of a... You're going to be waiting (laughs) a while for that one. Oh, yes. I've also got a homunculus, which is about a... Harry Gack. Mm, no, he's not Harry anymore. He's a, he's a little Harry. Servant. He's my magical servant. How tall does he stand? Six inches. Uh, he's probably like 12 inches. He's about 12 inches tall. And he looks like Clippy. And he looks like Clippy from Microsoft. Except Word. he's Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the helpful mm, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. I. Mm, yep. I'll You're go next. My turn. Okay. We're going around the table. Um, I'm Arn Bloodfang, and I'm a half-orc barbarian. Uh, I'm the tallest person here at around... Well, actually, I don't know about that, but like six and a half feet tall. You're a little taller than him. I'm about um, six and a half feet tall. Uh, I don't know. What does Arn look like? Big axe that has a smiley face on one side and an angry face on the other side and really big hair that makes her look even bigger than she is. Lots of hair. Yeah. I've emphasized that several times. Kira is on this slightly shorter end. Let me flip all the way back over here to her book page. And I don't do magic, so what you see with me is just kind of what you get. On the slightly Big shorter. muscles. Sun's out, yes. guns out. <laughs> yeah. Kira is like average human height, which is kind of tall for an elf. 5'5", uh, five, five, brownish hair, kind of tannish skin. For some reason, Will thought that she had black hair, but that's okay. Um, and Trixie is a tiny little screechling owling, uh, like your standard lighter colored screech owl. Yeah, they're like 20 inches tall. Aww. And I only weigh like 25 pounds when Aww. I'm Trixie, hence the squawk that I almost put into the trailer. Aww. And I am Zivask Samawilo. I am about six and a half feet tall. I am extremely thin for, for a half-orc, but I have a really big two-handed katana-esque sword with runes going all down it. That my armor is entirely too tight because my old armor got burned off and I had to take what was available. It doesn't fit. And I am a, I am a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> as far as I am aware, I am a cleric. <laughs> all right. You know That's what? on brand. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Spree, you meet all these people uh, around the base of this raven tree, which is this ancient um, tree with these sprawling kind of branches coming off the side of Wait, it. Wait, hold ones. on. Hmm? Does Grease Wizard see Dern? I don't think Dern's yeah. made it over there yet. Yeah, I think you they're walking over Grease here. Wizard can't see over the, the bushes, so I think you're Well, I think we were doing this description for Bill, not for, for oh, okay. Spree. I don't know. Are you headed to the Raven? I'm headed that way. I don't know if I've gotten there yet. So you will see uh, arrive soon after you port under the tree and see only kind of Alani there tending to a couple of injured people. Um, You see approaching first landing an owling uh, nearby and then walking in from the opening in the hedges, uh, a dragonborn and your old... uh, Group companion, Dern Hammerstone. Oh, that was good work there, lass. You get a crack. Hello. I punch him with mage hand. I know it won't do anything, but you, I do. You feel a grazing of magical energy across your, caress your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dern. Um, I take it you used the wimbly wimbly stick. I did. This is so confusing. <laughs> I see you're just as good at detectiving as ever. 
Detectiving. Okay. <laughs> it's a word where I come from, and you have no way of proving otherwise. What, what are you, you doing here? Where do you come from? See, now you understand all the people in my head. Cool. <laughs> yes, but I can't get the higher register. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you doing here, Turn? I'm preparing for battle. What are you doing here? We've been here oh, for I a just thought I'd go for a picnic. What do you think? Uh, We've been you here for a couple me, of I weeks waiting on you. Back. <laughs> We've been here for a couple of weeks waiting on you to get here. Me personally? You people. And he what do you mean, you? <laughs> That's all I need to know. Oh, Zev, this is Dern, the guy that we were telling you about. You're right. He does look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. That and I walked past him. It's different enough. Okay. The Grease Wizard shoulders past Dern through the narrow entrance. I uh, make sure to, like, walk into him a little bit. And okay. you bounce off because he's the I would like to go yeah. in for a bro hug. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's a big bro hug. Good Your to see you again, I guess. Stick back. Thank you. What? Hey, do you still have the horn? The thunder horn? No, not that thing. What horn are you talking I tapped about? my earring. Oh, yeah. Aye. Okay, just curious. Okay. And we all went on our separate ways. So are we... What's going on in Raven Tree? <laughs> Trixie, why don't you explain things? <laughs> <laughs> Trixie has laryngitis. <laughs> like she can't talk. Well... Things have been getting progressively worse. Uh, we've been trying to arm the villagers as best as we can, but, I mean, you can take a look for yourself. Um, Clippy comes over and jumps on Dern. Like, from the back, yeah, from the back. Roll initiative? No, no, not, <laughs> not in an attack way. Just to kind of, like, just surprise in one of those him. Okay, surprising so sudden, things that you don't expect and from behind. Hostile, Guess who? Hear, as these wings sail past your your ear. <laughs> Um, and as you swing at it and turn around to look like a bug is coming up, you see this look seemingly clip-shaped <laughs> creature. Oh, mother of the gods, none of you stopped him? We tried. I think I actually encouraged it at the end. Why would you do such a thing? And another thing, Dern. You know what? I... You... How... Could you leave us? I shout from across the, the way. He's still having a tough time. Oh, he's like 10 years old or something. I think Spree would move to unsheath when he saw the thing. The hit, little creature. Hit his, hit his no, friend. don't kill Because he doesn't, know, he doesn't know yet I what's happening. I think we can kill Clippy. Is this, Clippy a, is this a friend? Clippy's like Clippy rolling onto a god. <laughs> to see what you think. So roll a d20 and add your insight bonus. Behold, I have become death, destroyer of worlds. You kill me, I will respond in the morning. It's even funnier out uh, of context. It looks dangerous. Right, and mm-hmm. someone needs to, to stop me before I move to defend my friend. All right, so uh, Spree is starting... <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, you got a bug on you. You see Spree <laughs> unsheathe the longsword and go to... Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> It's okay. I know it's hideous, but I don't think it. This isn't going to hurt me, is it? No, it's not going to hurt you, Dern. I'm going to ask the question again to one of these two. It hasn't hurt us yet. Okay. Look into those little eyes. It just reads magic points. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most confusing thing possible. Someone let me know before I act. I, I've let you know. It's okay. It's okay. Everything is <laughs> fine. So who's the dragonborn? I don't know. We found Spree. him in the river. Who are you? 
Wait. We found him in the river. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's Trixie. That's Aaron. Points to the back. That's GW. This is Spree. That's Kira. I'm Darren. I don't know who you are. My name is Zavask. That's Zavask. <laughs> <laughs> My friends call me Zev. Zavask. Okay. Hannah's here. And I'm Kalman Cockrell Stash 28. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, what the hell? <laughs> So out of the normal portal that you're accustomed to seeing Kalman Coggles dash six come out of, Kalman Coggles holding your old shield, Dern, uh, steps out. I have mixed emotions. With the armor plating bolted to him uh, and a big hammer on his side, attached to him basically through magnetics. Somebody who looks spree exactly like the spherical creature you saw at the temple, but more dressed in the garb of a paladin, appears out of a dimensional portal by everyone else just because it was a good time. <laughs> so did you get so ripped? And this is Hannah. And Where this am is I Navarro. ripped? I am made of armor. Hey, you didn't have it before. He's perfectly round. I've always had this armor. This is Dash 28. I'm We're confused, too. Not Dash 6. Oh, yeah. So it's a different column? This isn't our guy. Where's yeah. Dash 6? We left him at the temple. Still at the temple, as far as I know. So where did this one come from? We don't know. I don't know. Mechanis. By the way, this is Henna, and this is my mother, Nivara. She's apparently good-ish. Wait. The jury's still out. <laughs> oh, and this is Kip. Is he with so us? many no. questions. And yeah. then these are five dwarves that we say from the Underdark. <laughs> oh, but that's Kira's <laughs> half-brother. One of them's her half-brother. That's Glenn. No, Glum. <laughs> yeah, believe it or and not, Turn. Believe, believe it or not, Turn, you might have missed something about our lives. Well, not like you care about us anyway. Well, as long as I didn't miss an awesome cantrip that makes my beard burst into flame. Oh, you did miss that, Oh, you know what? That, you did though. miss that, too. Uh, yeah, I got we it. Yeah, met some Azores. <laughs> I got a beard. <laughs> did you really? Uh-huh. Roran taught it to me. I'm sorry, Darren. Wait, was I there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my okay. voice is going away. Good night, everyone. Time to go home. <laughs> this was fun. So Neither one, Tracy one or Kira will be able to talk in about 20 minutes. In, in trying to do it in 12 seconds of summary. Oh, and I, I say, oh, and I can do this now, but in ignorance. So it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> is, is someone of a bucket? <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, thanks for listening to Date Night with me, Mike. If you like the show, we can really use your help. See, we need someone to spread the word. So, share the show with a friend or a family member. You can also help us by following on social media platforms like Twitter, at Date Night Podcast, and sharing our posts from there. If you want to follow our giveaways and announcements, that's really the best place to find us. Alright, now back to the action. <laughs> This old home reunion <laughs> is very nice, but shouldn't we be talking about forming a coalition against the evil that uh, befalls this land? Well, this was a co- coalition, but then he left, and then, and then I joined him. <coughs> <coughs> and I said, my voice is going away. Do you need a bucket? <laughs> I just need new vocal cords. <coughs> <coughs> I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the biggest, the best coalition we're going to get our hands on on such short notice. Well, then we need a plan. Front lines. <laughs> Trixie? <laughs> no, oh. that was Kira. 
Okay. No, I'm I'm with the dragon board on that. Well, actually, I don't know. I think we need action. I don't know if we necessarily need a plan before the action. So Dern and Trixie are a bit aware of what's been going on in Raventree, but it's been a while. Aye. So I'll just sort of sum up, and you could assume that you're getting this information from one of them or Alani, who's there too. Switch between Scottish and Irish accents while you're doing it. <laughs> okay, I'll just try to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> That'll give me both. Every now and again, pitch up a little bit to be Trixie. Aye. Okay. Um, we have been prepared in the city all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a number of uh, defensives that have been put together there's actually before you left you knew about some of them because you helped design a magnal which is like a catapult but they've built it it's operational Um, Dern left a keg of powder near it just in case Um, you're welcome so there's that there's uh, groups of squads of archers and spearmen that have been set up that are basically guarding the walls Alani's expanded the southern border border of the city to have giant thorn walls all around it, except for one small entrance that she's sort of tried to seal up, but it keeps getting uh, unsealed because it didn't have any old growth in it um, like the rest of the walls did. Um, but she shored them up pretty good. They've built platforms behind them so that people can actually go up to the top of those uh, thorn walls and get a good view of the Uh, open plains to the south of the city. There are moose folk who are patrolling the woods to the south because the uh, the the walls defend the plains. I can't do a third. Yeah, accent. let's bring Umu in the mix. Not here, but they uh, they can't the defend the woods. So the moose folk um, have been in the woods with a couple of tabaxi patrolling and taking out the. They're the people what, from what are tabaxi? Cat, cat people. Oh. The cat people. Drinks. They're all from the village of Moonglade. Um, Then there's three wizards from uh, Silver's Blessing uh, who are from the Mage College there, and they are young. Uh, they think they're heroes. And, they're really uh, annoying twerps. Yeah, they, they're around as... as uh, they're fairly skilled in terms of one is interested mostly in fire, one in ice, and one in kind of uh, support, I guess, and buffs and things like that. Uh, they've been flying around the city or the village... Uh, helping to defend it. Um, there's Mag, the orc from Firecliff that Dern and Trixie met, um, who's sort of a druid who's been in town uh, helping Alani try to shore up the defenses. She brought a couple orcs with her. And uh, I don't have the, the list of allies in front of me, but that's the main gist of kind of the support crew that's here. And you've brought Hannah back and, and Kalman. So the city at this time is secure? Um, yes. Right now, uh, there are threats coming from the south every so often. Uh, beasts that have been turned by the corruption of the, the blight of the mistress. Um, but so far, the archers and spearmen have been able to take them out. But we do have intelligence <laughs> from Trixie that... They're almost the here. The column has broke, and the main force of the, the, the hammer, or the front fist of this column, will be here by nightfall. So it would be a good idea for everybody to get rest if they are not rested and try and prepare for that assault that's going to come because you've seen the column from the south. <laughs> Dern and Trixie have seen it from the airship. And between the two of you, you'd have a good idea of the unbelievable size of this column. Um, in terms of the miles and miles that it spans. So once the assault gets here, it's not likely to quit for maybe days. 
Is there what are we supposed we can, to do about that? Any way we can form a team instead of being on the defensive and just waiting for the waves of, of the assault to come, form a, a squad or, or a strike team to go out and strike <laughs> either either on their flank or go, go to the heart of the uh, command. Uh, that's potentially an option. The problem is that it's basically all one big organism. Like, it doesn't function like a bunch of organisms. They're not going to scatter. There's Unless we find the mistress of the what's-a-face. Yeah, there's almost like a hive mind to the way that the things have if acted we find in, some, in some ways. Who's the mistress but of the what's-a-face? If we, if we what's don't face? come up with some type of, of, of assault option, we, you're just standing there defending every wave that comes, and sooner or later <laughs> you're going to be overwhelmed without taking an offensive action some way, whether to go directly for the mistress or uh, or, or certainly, uh, if anything, well, you say you've had intelligence, so someone is probably reconnoitering somewhere and getting messages back as to what the, the what they're doing. But Yeah, Trixie's been... I've been flying scouting. over every night. Right. Now that Henna's back, she that's what she was doing before she left. She can go out and scout also. To me, this is one of the plans maybe we need to do is to, to, to develop a team of diverse um, diverse talents and to either uh, go after the mistress to, to try and, and uh, immediately put them on the defensive, at least part, partly, or some type of team to go into an offensive like an action team. Like an action team. Well, I've got cornhole proficiency, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm reckless enough. The war's won. Sure. I'd do it. Okay. I might but as well see it through to the end. Dern is going to do it. I'd like an apology for breaking my heart and my trust and my friendship. He came back, didn't he? You're not a part of this. I've been with him for weeks now. Yeah, but I was you're with, not. Don't worry, he'll leave you. Oh, so I've been. Yeah, but you're not. Well, a part I can just of follow after him. You don't know what happened beforehand. He told An me something. Apology some. is a small price to pay for for a comrade in arms. Lad, there is a conversation that needs to happen. There's a lot of story that needs to happen, and I, you're old. I hold out my hand, and I pull out... Well, no. I hand three gold over to Zeb, and I say, Can I get some wine? Please. Zeb takes the three gold. Yes! Zeb, I need two. 467. Zeb hands you the rest of his nice bottle of wine. You guys are in the big leagues. Got about a half half a bottle left. I hand that over to Dern. And I hold out my hand to shake his hand. Hang on, I'm still transferring stuff from one person's inventory to the other. No. <laughs> well, no. I got to transfer it to my inventory first, and, and then erase it, and and then erase it. Yeah, okay. That reminded me to erase a womily womily stick. Dern takes the hand, shakes it, and uh, I'm sorry for leaving. I am. At least you came back. Well, I've been. Um, I've been big on second chances lately. And then Clippy gives him a little kiss on the cheek, then crawls over. When you say him, Dern or Grease Wizard? Gives Dern a little kiss on the cheek and then crawls back over onto my shoulder. Dern, make a constitution saving throw. 
Nat or crit- critical fail. He loves it. No. <laughs> no. No. He loves it so much he vomits onto the ground. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ice Wizard this. is standing right there. <laughs> you know, guys, I missed this. He, he, he up jokes after the kiss from your homunculus. Grease Wizard, roll an acrobatics check, see if you dodge. <laughs> All right. Um, Hannah comes over. To this whole is she thing. still like wearing a dress or is she back in her normal like uh, I assume she's yeah, back by herself evening, so <laughs> she's back to her normal gear and Malkovich is with her uh, and she says um, she actually kind of looks around uh, to see who's here in the clearing a little bit and then she goes I was down there before uh, I was able to blend in pretty well. Um, I could go back and try to send you word of where the mistress might be, give you a place to strike if that's what you want to do. It might take me, I don't know, half a day, more, depends where she is. But I'll try to send word if I can. What there are, are pigeons here, aren't there? Oh, yes. Does anybody have any better way I can send word? How about I don't know if the birds will make it. Give her the stick. Takes a while to cast if she gets into any kind of real trouble, but, I mean, sure. Okay. Hannah, you, she's really good at hiding, Dan. You don't have a stick. She gave me the stick. Oh, you gave it back to her? Yes. Okay. I was thinking about the earring of Tusk Tenai, but... What's the range on it? A mile. A mile. But I think it's also attuned. this creature. Which creature? Who's, who's offered to? Hannah? Oh, I mean, she's up here now, not in the underdog. She's cool. Didn't she try to kill you once? I mean... It was dark down there. Hannah, yeah, thank was, you for everything you've done. It's not good. I'm so glad that we're back above land. Do you feel better now? Especially after the time in the grove. She smiles. Yeah, I do. I'm glad. Um, good luck. All right. And she throws um, her... Do you need... Do you need another set of hands? No. I'll Just be, the two is fine. <laughs> I could. I know you want to split your two characters up, but I think it I'll be really help by not my, to have to do all the accents. <laughs> I think I'll be. I thought I know what you mean. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I was. Yeah, I'll be quiet. I've been flying around myself. all evening, anyways. I could go with you, maybe. Um, maybe I could go with you, like good old times, right? No, I only have one character she to play. I'll stay here. And starts walking away. <laughs> so that, is that I a no from Trixie? I can split up into my two separate personalities, and one of them can go with you. I'll stay here. Now, you, Trixie might be able to scout, too, but um, Hannah's just going to go off by herself again. It's kind of hard to see where the queen this may be at ominous. night. This seems ominous. And Malkovich just kind of bounds behind her as she goes. Bye. Malkovich is sort of a kangaroo-type creature. Like wow, I did not get that from your initial description. No. Okay. I saw a but giant frog thing. Yeah. Well, no, it's got sucker fingers. I saw uh, a like giant frog like thing. Have. Yeah. It's got but, kangaroo but legs. It's, it's a froggy kangaroo. No. no. <laughs> Reboing. Reboing. All right. Off, off they go. <laughs> um, He's like a frog you can love. So, <laughs> is there jokes. any preparations you want to do for the rest of the day? Any rest? Uh, Trixie's going to want to go back to sleep. Because, yeah, Trixie was scouting all morning, so I think Trixie's probably going to be asleep. Is she not nocturnal? I think me and the Dragonborn could probably use some hit points back. Um, yeah, you could probably get healed up by Lonnie near the Raven Tree. All right. So if you take a little bit of time there, she can patch your wounds and 
Let's do that. Straighten you out. In Come on, lad. I'll show you the ropes. About an hour without expending too much magic. Um, so you would be back to full health if, if you do that. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Crinkle. Fire. You're going to call Crinkle? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Let's add another voice to this. Yeah, good. <laughs> so um, back up to full. the Grease Wizard goes off. Everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing. Yeah, Spree and Dern hang out with Alani for a while under the Raven Tree. Trixie goes to bed, and we'll figure out what Kira and Aaron are, uh, and Zev are doing in a bit. But um, GW finds a quiet place away from some of the alarm bells that go off sporadically throughout the day um, and touches his corn smart badge and it uh, glows to life um, sprouting a golden yellow ear of corn and you hear uh yeah yeah what's up hey crinkle how you doing uh i'm making it you know just making it yeah i feel you hey um do you have any kind of help you could send us um or maybe come down here? <coughs> I can't do that. I could steal uh, Darren's blunderbuss again. We're kind of on good terms. Sure. I mean, if you could get that thing and pull the trigger, uh, I could make sure that you end up here, and I could maybe give you a couple of supplies before I send you back, but I don't have a whole lot. I don't know what I'd have. That would be too helpful. But look, you asked me last time uh, to, to look some information up. Is that still pertinent? Yeah, absolutely. Um, remember I told you... Uh, about uh, Modrons, how I had an order from some, and then I had a double order, mm-hmm. and I sent it again, and I got paid twice. Right. You haven't told anybody about that, have you? Oh, no, 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 no. I love doing things underneath the table. All right, great. Um, that's that's the inventor wizard way. I mean, that's just how it's done. Right. That's absolutely. how it's always been done. I know. Uh, that's uh, what you taught me. Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, listen, Modrons, I have discovered... Uh, a couple interesting facts about them in my reading. One, Modrons of different ranks are unaware of other Modrons. They're only aware of Modrons within their current ranking in Mechanus. And every Modron is given a specific rank. Um, they can move throughout the ranks, and when they do, they forget all the people that they knew before. It's kind of weird. All right. Um, there are also multiple sort of strata of planes that exist within Mechanus. And usually every creature of one rank lives on the same plane. I don't quite understand how they move from one to the other, or if they just sort of walk on one plane uh, that's overlapping another plane at the same time, uh, and they can just move through each other. It's kind of unclear and strange. All right. Anyway, we could use this to our advantage. I don't know if you're looking down here. Can you... So... We got a big war to fight with the blight and stuff. Any way we could use that to help? I mean, you just told me to find out what I could about uh, now, Modrons. Right, and now I'm asking you a different question. Using your sage wisdom and anything, can you think of anything? Um, I mean, this isn't like a GoPro or anything. Like, I can't see what you've been doing down there. Well, I just, I mean, you know, we're going to have a war. What's a, a big GoPro? war with blight. It's um, this thing I invented that lets you see what other people are doing. That's good. Um, oh, cool. It's a huge war. So if there's any way we can get any more help or support, is any, we got a Kalman uh, Dash 26, I believe. I don't know what that is. It's, it's, it's a Modron. We got a Modron oh, yeah. here. Okay. Uh, he's a Dash 28. Yeah, I had an order from some Dash 28s for some legs. Right. Um, any way to, like... 
Can you think of any way to ha- that it could help us out anymore? I don't know. I mean, Modrons usually hang out in Mechanis. If you've got one, I mean, you've got one, I guess. They're just like anybody else except different. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, thank you, <laughs> From Crinkle. From the mind that brought you corn smart. <laughs> do you have, um, listen, do you have any kind of supplies, any magic, any spell books or anything up there that I could borrow? I mean, I do have some spell books that you could copy out of potentially if you either come back and give me a visit or uh, if you can pick up one of my backpacks, um, I might be able to send them to you. Where's one of your backpacks? Uh, hold on. Let me see. Where are you? Uh, let me see if I can triangulate you with the corn smart badge here. Hold on just a second. And you just hear like a clattering of things falling oh. off the side of the table and you hear, God, fuck. Yeah. Um, Oh, nope, that's not it. And drawers open and close a little bit. And then you hear uh, him flipping through something. Okay, program for... Uh, uh, he's always flashing 12. Uh, okay, then you... <laughs> after a minute he says, Okay, you're in... Uh, I found out you're in Lamoche. <laughs> no, um, Raven Tree. Raven Tree. Raven yeah, okay. Right, uh, but I mean, specifically, I could have just told you that, Crinkle. Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably more specific than I could get on this bead. Um, the only backpack I know of in Lamoche is with a Maximilian. Uh, he's a backpack salesman. I know of him. Yeah, um, I've. he was a distributor for me for a while. Uh, it's possible that he still has some of the older models. All roads link back to Crinkle. All right. Um, well, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll find him. He's probably around here somewhere. All right. Great. And, uh, uh, if you could get one of those backpacks, put a note in it of what you need and I'll, and I'll figure it out. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Th- thanks, Kay. All right. Uh, good luck with your war. Um, thanks. Good luck with your mess. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye. And the corn withers on your corn smart button. Um, Didn't we leave Max by Albagula with a busted wagon? No. No. You escorted Max go back, back to, the, to the, lab. the labyrinth. And he said he was going to come back work on here. getting you an invitation to the labyrinth. Well, Kira's got one. We've done a lot of things. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? Sure. What's our Can doing? I try and get my Max health back? Sure. <laughs> go talk yeah. to Alani. That's probably a good idea. It seems like this is a good place to do it with, with this spiritual healing and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alani looks you over and kind of says, Oh, my dear, what happened to you? Uh, things. A lot. So <laughs> yeah, so many. <laughs> this was an evil thing that you encountered that it could do this to you. Yeah, we we uh, were in the Underdark for, I don't know, at least a month, and I just haven't felt the same since. Well, I'm very glad that you're back. Let me see what I can do. And she puts her hands on um, both sides of your temples and casts Restoration and um, removes that uh, cap on your hip. Yeah. If you spend a little while longer there, she can heal you back up to that, your yeah. maximum health. That'd be good for me. Um, and for the first time in weeks, you feel uh, more invigorated like again. Like the middle of an allergy medicine commercial. Mm-hmm. There's just been like a... <laughs> I'm looking forward I to that, that moment, too. Yeah, I need that. 
Um, there was like an anchor you've been dragging behind you for the past week, and now you feel like yourself again. Yay. <laughs> um, what is Zavask and, uh, or Kira doing? I figured Kira would be talking to Naivara and seeing if she still wanted to head on north. Um, yeah, I think are things mostly clear to the north, uh, north of here? I, Am I there? Nobody what? here would know, I guess, uh, except my characters, Milani, <laughs> who sounds the same. Yeah, um, the Dragonborn, I think, just came from that direction. It's not too late to give one of them a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> so is the way clear? Was the, was the road clear to the north? The road was clear as I traversed it. Okay. So it looks like the main column hasn't surrounded the place. So I'd say Godspeed, but I don't think we have a god here. God's oh. speed. God's speed. <laughs> Draw out the S. God's speed. Can I? Speedy feet. So should we, <laughs> should we, like, not have the stone here where we know they're That's why about she's running to RV? Yeah, she's about to take it. Oh, okay, leave. are the rest of us staying? Yeah. Wait, hasn't she already run off with the stone one? <laughs> she's trying to bring it back but to she, the temple. Yeah, Allegedly. Fool me once. <laughs> Over the past 300 years, she several says, times. Um, I'll t- fly it there. I should be able to get there before the evening. Good luck on the mountain. Oh, we got rid of that stone shadow thing for you. That was fun. Okay. We all almost died. He lost his shadow. That was cool. When I get back. I got it back. That was sad. Will you come back? Um, once I make sure the stone is back where it belongs and... I'll make the trip back to Raven Tree, and maybe you can tell me about your journey. That'll be a long conversation, but okay. Ask for Dolan. And who was the guy that made good pastrami sandwiches? Um, <laughs> Dolan. It was Dolan? Yeah. Okay, ask for Dolan. Awesome sandwiches. It was Albagula. Oh, Albagula. That's right. Uh, <laughs> where are you talking about? All right, um, so she turns back into the falcon that you saw her in before. And she takes off flying toward the north. And off she goes yet again. Are you okay, Kira? Savast? I guess. Apparently I'm not 25, though. Sorry. Same. Kind of wants to go up to Arin and ask her, um, so everyone's fine again with the dwarf? I don't know. I guess... I mean, we don't really have another choice but to work with him. And I don't think anyone was ever actually upset with him. I think we were just, you know. Chris Wizard said some pretty terrible things. Yeah, he but says like. Lots of things. He, yeah, he does say a lot Except of things. Except I'm sitting and I'm apparently not paying attention. Sorry. If I'll go away now. <laughs> Do you trust him to stay this time? I don't think it matters. I think. If he said he's going to do something, he'll probably see it through unless he went Oathbreaker on us and didn't mention anything about it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just don't get too attached. Okay. If you say so. That's, that's all I got. Okay. Wow. You put a lot, you put a lot, uh, more faith in my words than maybe you should, bud. That's, uh, 
<laughs> As you're waiting around the city for the course of the rest of the day, maybe occasionally going to the wall, helping with a brief defense or scanning the horizon for whatever threats there might be, a couple of things happen before night falls. One of them is an old orc uh, woman uh, with a, leans heavily on a big tree branch that she carries around with her, finds Aaron at some place in the village. And when she sees you, she stops dead in her tracks and just seems to stare. Aaron is oblivious. Um, she walks forward a little bit closer and she kind of cocks her head to the side and then she smiles really big and she says we are saved uh do I know you I have served you sorry goddess I you I um and she starts rooting around in her bag as you're doing that. I don't know. I think you must have me mistaken for someone else. Um, you were the angry huntress. You have protected us always. I don't know about angry. I mean, I've been frustrated at a few points, but <laughs> that seems kind of excessive. And she very awkwardly, with her old kind of knees of uh, creaking and leaning heavily on the staff, tries to get down and eventually does. Oh, get you don't down have to do that. Knees. And she reaches up and hands you a mask. A mask? Okay. I'll take the mask because it seems at this point that it would be rude not to. <laughs> and it is I'll a... I'll take the mask. It is <laughs> a brass... It's a mask. Brass polished open up to a high sheen. Uh, kept very nicely. No tarnish or anything on it. And it's the face of a lion. Um, and she gets back up to her feet slowly um, but energetically now as she sees you and she says, we have prayed. If only you could have, if the rest of my people could have seen you, they would have all been here. Did we see her in the past? <laughs> I don't know. You, you did not. Okay. You've never seen her before. Um, How do you remember Thank you for uh, this gift. It's, it's yours. It is not mine. I have only kept it for you. You have the sash. You have found it. You have been to Weiss. <laughs> have I? I my my Eva memory is not great. So the, you got the sash off your statue. No, I remember that. In that was Weiss. That was Weiss. Okay. At one time it was. That's where Griselda settled down. <laughs> I can do that voice. Um, my voice is too similar. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm honored that you would uh, put your faith in me. Yep. And I don't have anything else to say because this is Zev, not what I'm used to. Zev holds out his hands. What do I get? She pulls Who out a Werther's Carol. <laughs> 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 Who are you, young one? I am Zivask Samawilo. Zivask what? Samawilo. I, that's your mother's name? Yeah. I do not know the Summer Willow tribe. I oh. he was Akagi. I am my, from the Grizzards of Weiss to my, the south. My, my father was Akagi. 
Your father? Yes. And she kind of looks at you. I know, they don't really look alike. Uh, Hmm. I have no gift worthy of the son of a chieftain. I, if that mask had been something that was mine, I would have, if I wouldn't have had that and been holding it for generations, I would have had nothing worthy of a goddess. What am I supposed uh, to do with it? I think Where you put it? them on your face. If like I remember forever? Correctly. I don't know. Looks cool. Is this my new fursona? <laughs> and she reaches into her belt <laughs> no. and she pulls out a dagger. And she hands it to you. I have four of those now. And she says, it is just a dagger, but when my people went to give their fealty to Akagi, it is one of the ones they use to draw their blood in their oath. Nasty. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for these gifts. Thank the nice ladies of. Thank you very much. Thank the nice ladies. (laughs) And she goes. poofs the sword into his hand just to look cool because he's, he's having fun right now. She would recognize the sword as foe bearer. <laughs> <laughs> and she would smile and say we have a god and our king on our side we cannot fail. And she turns and leaves. Now who's the king? <laughs> Ooh! Burn. Oh! Not much to live up to. Arin fe- Arin, I'm a god king. So. When she's not looking, Arin looks a little dismayed and tries to like exchange a look with Zev to be like, that's a lot of pressure. I don't know about that. And I, do- I don't know. Does Zev no, feel that No, he understands the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Here's your updated trappings of the Huntress with Ooh. the mask on it. Yeah. As you take some time with the mask, you realize this <laughs> also belonged to Kylina um, at some point. What is on here? It was on just here. stuck to the wires or something here. I don't know. Okay. It Dominate wasn't beast. It wasn't a. Yeah, that's what got a lot of charges. Um, all right. The other thing that happens part. is Dudley the monkey boy no. finds one of you walking Yay, through the city. Yay, Dudley! So, uh, let's. Oh, there's uh, so many. I think at this point, it's either me or GW. I think GW, maybe. Uh, he, he finds the grease wizard kind of uh, actually talking to your apprentice wizard and seeing how he's been doing. Mm-hmm. And Dudley the monkey boy comes up and goes, <laughs> All right, come on. Now, this is, a, this is a lesson you have to learn, kiddo. Uh, when a monkey comes and asks you to do something, a monkey boy comes and asks you to do something, you always listen. Who are you talking to? My he- apprentice. No matter what he asks you to do? Well, <laughs> you take that on a case-by-case basis. But if he asks you to come, you always go. Go with him. Come on, let's go figure it out. <laughs> All right, come on, let's go. We're running. All right, come so on. You follow Dudley <laughs> around the center of the village to Jerry and Jenny's Gem and Junk Juicer, where he has his... Uh, lemonade stand type slap board uh, uh, magic item melter machine set up uh, in front of the place and he's the the monkey boy (laughs) the stress of the city being constantly under siege has gotten a little bit to him he hasn't been getting his sleep he doesn't have his normal handsome 
Uh, ah. <laughs> looks. Mm-hmm. So he looks a little worse than usual. His hair is really matted and droopy. Um, he's got lots of just stuff from his ears, just matted all around it for all the right. most part. Um, and his, it's all twisted up. And he's got a big patch that he looks like he just cut off because it was too matted. He couldn't run his fingers through it anymore, and he just kind of yanked it out. He, he looks a little bit miserable. But uh, he he brings you over toward uh, the junk juicer and motions kind of for you to go up to the front. Uh, when you do, Jerry is there, and he's standing back behind the counter, and he goes, Oh, it is the little one you brought, the good boy, Dougley Monkey. Okay, listen, I heard uh, the party was back and that there is big bad things coming here very soon. Yes. Listen, there will be no juice business if there is no jam and junk juicer truck. Mm-hmm. Or humanity. Mm. Eh, the truck is what is important. <laughs> Listen, I have been stockpiling uh, juice as much as I can. Uh, I will give you something to try and help. Can you make sure your friends uh, get what would be best for them? Sure, I can handle 80 pounds in my bag. Okay, I don't think 80 pounds will be problem. Um... I have a couple gems I can run through the juicer I've been saving, uh, but mostly I have uh, juice already prepared. So here, this is what I have. All right. Um, And he gives you four regular healing potions and four greater healing potions. Yes, trust the klepto to distribute goods (laughs) evenly. (laughs) Greater healing? Mm Mm-hmm. One... Potion of Frost Giant Strength. One potion of Invulnerability. You'll distribute those evenly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it for the for the juice. So he hands you over just like ten potions, um, kind of in two of these little racks. That look kind of like. Uh, I guess two and a half of these racks that look more like the to-go things from McDonald's where you get four cups in them. They always <laughs> have the potions in them. All right. Um, I hope that uh, these are helpful. If you want, I have enough gems to run through the juicer one time. Yeah, go ahead. I'd love it. We can see what happens. Yeah, sure. All right. Will you roll for me uh, a D20? Nat 20. It is? Yeah. Look at it. It is a nat 20. Indeed it is. Uh, Guess these are good dice after all. I might not have printed that. Didn't expect him to roll a nat 20, eh? Um, He hands you... uh, He goes to the back. You hear the juicer run. And you have to uh, make a charisma saving throw. Charisma? It's a, that's a two. But is it magic? Mm, no, it's, it's monkey boy. That's constitution, not charisma. No, it's charisma first. Oh. All right, yeah. You are compelled to turn around and gaze into the eyes of the <laughs> no. monkey boy. And as you do, you see them droopy, tired, mm-hmm. and just, again, a big blob of snot just coming out of his nose and going down about 18 inches. Alright. Uh, back up. Oh, the viscosity. Uh, mm. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 
11 plus 3, so 14. Okay. Really uh, queasy. <laughs> with a 14, you just kind of dry heave a little bit, but uh, that, that's about it. <laughs> just have to look at Bill during this moment. Um, and when you do, Jenny comes back in the truck. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got you something real nice here. I wrapped it up for you. So maybe just wait for a nice moment when you're feeling down and uh, open this thing up here, and I think you'll be real pleased. What if I want to open it now? Well, uh, just wait. All right. Is it like a one-time use thing? Well, uh, I don't think so. I want to know what it is. But all right. I'll wait till I'm feeling down. You should write that down so you don't forget. Mm-hmm. But that'll that'll treat you real nice there. It's got a bit of a kick from that junk we put in it. All right. You betcha. <laughs> All right. If you got any more gems around, you know, let us know and uh, we can juice them up for you. Sure. Here's but, 467. Uh, those are golds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Vask would be a little heartbroken. I'm sure some of them are gems. Yeah. Are you trying to leave Zivask unemployed? That's true. <laughs> I think you guys have junked all your gems. I have two identical opals. Well, it's because oh, someone won't mm-hmm. give, give us new gems. Apparently I did. I remember those opals. You found them under the... He gets all the, the loot because he's a klepto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll never see those potions. <laughs> uh, I can juice those up for you if you want. Uh, then we're going to close this thing down and board it up for the incoming, uh, you know, chaos. Just did a quick arcana check on them. That's a 17. They're just normal opals. Yeah, they were just gems. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Juice them up. All right. Here I go. And she goes back into the back room and here. As they go into the blender. And uh, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. 15. This time, Dougley's behind you. <laughs> Dudley. He really wants you to look, but you don't have to. You are not compelled. As he's, you can feel him, though, take like a couple steps closer. <laughs> but what if he wants to look? And then um, out of the back. <laughs> on your the, neck. The warm breath. <laughs> the warm stop. breath of Dudley the monkey boy making the hair stand up on the back of your neck. You can definitely smell him. Um, you make it to the, or uh, you hear the juicer stop, and you hear uh, Jerry come back out. He steps, oh, oh, this thing is so small. And he, he walks up to the front, and he says, uh, all right, this is what we have. Uh, I need you to roll the d20. It's a seven. It was just juice this time. Mm. Uh, just juice. Uh, but this is interesting juice, at least. This is, uh, eh, this is the juice of jumping. You drink this juice, you jump like Jordan. Jordan was <laughs> Goliath I knew growing up. He could jump so high. <laughs> he, always, he could not, uh, when you drink this, if you use a bonus action to stick your tongue out, uh, you can jump twice as far as usual for half an hour. Also, it tastes like Gatorade. All right, might take that right now. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> How does he know uh, what Gatorade tastes like? But it was just juice. But uh, like I said, usually we keep half the juice and give you that's part of the deal. But with the impending doom, 
You get two jump juices. Impending all doom. right. <laughs> we all get this is die. impending doom discount. What a great you know? deal. <laughs> yeah, but that is it. We board the place up now. Monkey boy, into the cart. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hopefully we see you on the other side. We have Tivo in here. Oh. Well, enjoy. Have fun. Wait, do you and Jenny have the same favorite show? No. It is a sticking point between us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of awkward. I have so All many right, questions. Well, have fun. <laughs> See you on the other side. I'm just very curious about your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good luck. And I... Uh, Back to Kira? What, what time are we playing until tonight? I don't know. Because we started early. I don't know. Let's do whatever else you guys want to do before the end of the day, and next time we'll pick up with the the night, the first waves. So, if there's anything dun, dun, anybody dun. wants to do, yes, yes, okay. I'm going to go over to the armory and unload some of my extra weapons. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna stock up. All of a sudden, the garrison now is uh, much more well equipped as Kira has provided. Here's them a longbow. Um. We don't have any of these. We only have short bows. This is amazing. You're welcome. I'm going to want my quarterstaff back, or at least I can get another one. But if somebody needs it here, name one single time you've ever used your quarterstaff or your hand axe. Beavers. We were beavers. Excuse me. Second temple. That's when I used my hand axe. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll send these to the front. They're nothing too special, so it's okay if I get a different one at the end. But Okay. Anything else? Any other orders of business? Do you not want me to look in the thing because you don't have it printed with you? Okay. Yes. Okay. So if you want to start next time. Printer. Yeah, our printer died this week, so. Because we don't have ink. <clears throat> and it refuses to print black ink if we don't have cyan mm-hmm. and yellow. Yeah. If you want to start next time having looked at it, you could say that you look at it at the end and I'll email it to you. Okay, I look at it. And it is, it's cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. now, I imagine the, fi- the final shot is him opening the bag the and his face the lights up. Monkey table with oh, me. yeah, and I found I, that I've got some drow armor and some daggers too. Okay. Here, here's some more We're stuff. All I found. crazy orders here. I, I imagine it goes something, the scene plays out something like this. I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Clippy. Wait, what are you saying to him? It doesn't matter. It does matter to me. Sweet nothings. You don't want to hear it. And I was like, I'm saying, Clippy, I really want to look at that, that bag, but they said I can't do it right now. Uh, Not until I'm really down. I wish, I'm so depressed. I wish there was someone who wanted to help me open this up. Hmm. Clippy, can you think of anyone who could help me? Well, it seems like you want... You need some help looking in that bag. I'd love to help you with that. Oh, Clippy, please. You don't have to do it. No, Master, I'd love to do it for you. All right, Clippy, go ahead. And he slowly unwraps the bag, and we find... (gasps) Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting d8nightpodcast.com. 